Last time on Geek Force, the squad talked about all things high fantasy and Disney's D23 Expo. But see what we're talking about today, now on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the awesome G Squad of Marlon, Eming, and Ray. Welcome back, you guys, to a brand new episode. How's everyone doing? It's wet. Oh, yeah. okay. It's been raining on and off in the bay. <laughs> in case you now I feel like I feel like all the weather feel- from here is just going to you guys, and I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's here Thanks. now, yo. Thank you're- you. You need it after the heat that we gave you, too. Um, <laughs> awesome, you guys. Well, welcome back. Um, we have some pretty exciting things to talk about. We kind of, um, we're going off our typical Marvel, whatever, Marvel how we say it. Yeah, we're, 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 we're trying to have safety, safe boundaries, safe boundaries <laughs> from that. We're still finding new, new avenues. Yeah. <laughs> um, out this week or out this month recently, um, Netflix has dropped was the season three five. of Cooper Guy. It's five. Season five. Dang, I am behind. It's well, five. Season five of Cooper Guy. It's been on for a hot minute, huh? It okay. has been. Um. Okay. Would you like to lead us into the journey of the show? That uh, is sure. Um, I only just got into it this year. I'm catching up on it. But I remember when it came out, everyone was excited. And I had seen the Karate Kid movies a long time ago. But I didn't watch it right away because the first two seasons were specifically YouTube Red. Um, Like it was produced by YouTube. Mm. Netflix bought it after that second season. Um, And I think season three on has all been Netflix produced. which is amazing because the first two seasons oh. um, have actually some of the better cor- some of the best choreographed fight scenes and and stuff like in the show. Um, so it was just really cool watching mm-hmm. watching some of these cool fights and cool choreographed scenes and like a lot of we all love our one like our single shot fight scenes and stuff and shows. And so when mm-hmm. when Cobra Kai starts doing that with a bunch of teenagers, um, it's like actually really exciting because you you can see all the things and you they turn here and you see a bit of a fight and then they turn the other way and it comes around the other side and the character's running down a hall it's all cool but anyway uh if you watch the karate kid movies uh back in the shit day mr miyagi daniel san uh this show is premised from the point of view of when you start season one it's premised from the point of view of the guy who got kicked in the face uh at the end of karate kid one uh i don't know if y'all remember that white dude that like Mm. blonde white dude that uh he lost at the end and he was kind of a bully throughout the movie um it is depicted from his point of view from Mm -hmm. the start of this show and he's like had a horrible life he's never got it together after that fight he he was uh deadbeat dad and all these other things um and uh the kid who moves in to his apartment complex next door uh very karate kid one reminiscent of needs help he saves him from a bully doing some some karate when he's like half drunk and the kid's like hey can you teach me that and that's Mm -hmm. kind of the beginning of him getting 
this this character getting his shit back together and this kid and his relationship and he starts teaching other kids karate and that's kind of the premise of the show uh eventually daniel son gets involved uh it's all the same actors uh from these from these old movies they're all much older because it's been like 30 years but it's literally everyone throughout this show comes back and as seasons go on they start bringing people in from karate kid 2 they start bringing people in from karate kid 3 it's just a fest of this Mm. keeping this it actually might be one of the greatest continuity uh ever done in television or movie from like just having such a huge it's been 30 years since these movies really existed like and they Mm. keep they keep very in line with what happened they show you flashbacks because they know it's been 30 years since you saw this kick in the face at this tournament with mr miyagi Mm. right there and so they (laughs) they give you the right amount of flashbacks so you're not confused of what's going on um it i actually have been impressed this whole show at how well they have kept me engaged with a bunch of old teachers doing karate with new students um it's great because this johnny lawrence guy is like kind of shitty at first Mm -hmm. and so seeing him just be like this uh uh they the the it's it's gen x and so gen x gen z whatever these kids are um they but they're like there's a there's a scene where he's talking about uh they're trying to get him they're trying to encourage him to understand that pronouns are important and he's just like kind of shitting on it and it's just kind of really funny watching him like shit on it in a way that like it's not taking away from the issue but like yeah he's kind of a shitty dude this is how he would think about it and he figures it out by the end of the episode okay fine they need to get their ass kicked all right like they they need to get punched in the mouth sorry i messed Mm. up (laughs) it's it's just funny watching him do some of these things and him learn and get better over the show. It's really mm-hmm. hilarious. Uh, there's there's too much of that show that works really well, and as much as uh, you, like you you're rooting on these people who used to kind of be the bad guy in this old franchise, but really he is teaching these. He's doing it in a really like aggressive way for these kids, calling them pussies and saying they can't do shit right and like all of this stuff but like when they when you look at what they're going through in their mm-hmm. life and you're seeing these kids point of views of their high school experience and stuff you're like oh, i can see how a kid could get behind this and like it actually would really help them like have better confidence to deal with these situations as much as like some of these things you wouldn't you wouldn't mm-hmm. want to teach to somebody but also they figure out how to make it work for them uh great show i don't know how else to recommend it honestly it has it, i wanted to not go on forever like i say for other things but it feels like they have a seven season plan because <laughs> um, season five oh. se- season five Ooh. definitely ends with there's going to be a sixth season um and uh hmm. i, I think se- season seven will probably kind of sort of there, there's just a you had to go somewhere to keep things involved because you had that, those old karate kid movies were about the all valley tournament and like winning the not the second one but the first one and the third one mm. were about this the all valley tournament i have to i'm the defending champ i have to go play in the all valley tournament again there's only so many times you could do that and it stays interesting uh and they have mm. up through season five they've had two all valley tournaments by now so doing that again to get to season seven isn't going to be as interesting so like you got to do something else but the thing that they're doing we'll see if it keeps up it's at the very least the character development and the character and like just how fun it is to watch these characters grow and change and interact will not uh will definitely not go not change in these last two seasons i think um i think they just got to figure out how to keep the plot engaged through those last two but 
they bring back all sorts of people that you wouldn't expect from these movies and it's very entertaining to watch them come in and just be these old characters that they were and also get a lot of character development so good show if you like character development you will and you liked the karate kid movies growing up you'll probably really like cobra kai Hmm. Is there a tournament every season or no. just a few seasons and it was it's and it's just, based on like a It's like every two seasons like, or so. Like, I don't know. Okay. Because yeah. I'm trying to understand like you say character development, like what what I I'm trying to understand like the plot. Is there like a main story plot or is it just one of those Yeah. Because I mean, if episodic type things where they do little season storylines. Um, sometimes it is build up towards the tournament, and a lot of it is like some of the teen drama that, which is the, what the Karate Kid was, was uh, Daniel. Like mm-hmm. half of that Karate Kid movie is Daniel and Johnny just kind of being like not understanding how to get along with each other at school. And like just being enemies at school and like pranking each other at this dance. And then he's taking my girlfriend. And right. like, that's if you go back and watch the Karate Kid one, that's and the tra- some training scenes of him mm-hmm. practicing karate and stuff. And so they, there's still that element of the show where it's, there's the but high the school. Prom. Yeah, we have prom coming up, but he's, he's being mean. He's being shitty to me. So I need to, when I go to prom, we're going to get into a fight because mm-hmm. we're all learning karate. And that might not be a good idea that we're all like karate champions all at the same high school because we're just going to get into fights every day. <laughs> like, and so they do, they get, into, they get into stuff like that too. That's just like, why this is, uh, there's something that happens in a season and it like, basically makes the high school there's a high school pta meeting about banning kids from from taking karate anymore because like it's getting out of hand <laughs> like uh mm. but that's also because part of it's the fair. plot of uh karate kid one was that this cobra kai karate school was kind of not teaching the best stuff uh and it was kind of teaching kids how to be bullies mm. and especially in the karate kid three that's that was a strong plot line too is i have to do this tournament because if i don't the cobra kai school is is just encouraging bullying and so we're just they're gonna win and then they're gonna get more people to sign up and they're gonna encourage more bullying and like so uh yeah you get into that show johnny lawrence isn't being a bully but uh, he's still teaching a style that's similar to that, but his kids are turning into bullies. And so that's mm-hmm. kind of some plot one season one, season two plots of like, how do I get my kids to learn what I'm trying to teach them, but also not just be pushed, not get pushed over at school, but also not be bullies at school. And it gets more complicated from there as they start bringing mm-hmm. back old characters and stuff. That is a delicate line. It is. So I can, cause I was like, like all my family loves the show and they would be watch I've seen episodes but I didn't have any any, any kind of context. context to understand what was happening but I will say it was really interesting and just not just the action stuff but just the acting because everything just feels so straightforward as, as almost like it feels realistic in their universe mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Like it's relatable and whatever a character is going through, you actually are concerned because you're like, but what are you going to do? Like mm-hmm. we're with you. And it's like, I watched two minutes and I was like, well, what's that kid going to do? I'm, I'm concerned yep. as a, an adult. Like 
those kids really be doing a lot of stuff. They're doing a lot of stuff, but like some of their some of their character some of their characters have those dark backstories where like ah, I'm fending for myself and have been since I was seven, and so this is why I. When I when I started learning this style, when I started learning that you know I could just be strong and punch people, I kind of took it too far, like, uh, <laughs> and so mm-hmm. there's it's it's a good show. I think it teaches a lot of what you. The the worst part is that for a show that I think is a very good young adult show, there is a lot of adult themes. There's a lot of cursing. There's a lot of uh, there's there's some underage mm-hmm. drinking. There's some other things that like. Uh, it feels like this is something you want a young adult to watch because there is some good lessons here. But also, do you you know do you want what parent also wants them being with Johnny Lawrence being like check out that babe she look at the ass on her and you're like Johnny Lawrence <laughs> what are you doing you're teaching kids <laughs> stop it <laughs> you can't just do that. <laughs> uh, so that's the that's some of the worst. No, no, yeah, but. I think that's just the nature of what that show is and how they want to still also give character development to the adults in the show just as much as they are to the kids. Uh, it's it's better for it in the long run. It just uh, it just feels like an awkward balance they toe sometimes with that show. Because mm. hey, right, Cobra Kai, yeah. right? Good show. There season five. There season Damn. season five was good. I I enjoyed it. There a lot a lot of good stuff happened. A lot of stuff they've been building towards for a long time. So it was like some really good character development payoff in season five that I was really happy about. Uh so another reason why I want this show to not go on much longer. I hope it is just I really would would have been fine with this being the last season, but if you have two more, it better be good or I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> y'all don't it's have to keep another going. valley tournament yeah no it's it's not this time <laughs> right <laughs> I, swear, I swear it's not the world championship <laughs> it, it, shit, you might not be wrong um but yeah <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone else seen Cobra Guy? I know like I've seen bits and pieces Marlon I know you haven't seen it and you haven't I haven't seen Would you it. be willing to check it out after Ray's um, Ray review? I'll give it a three episode stamp, you know what I'm saying? I think what is uh, sure. what is yeah. funny was... I call it the Ray thing when I watch three episodes and I'm like, I don't like please, it. Please, I'm fine like with this. Uh, this. That's fine. The um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was season three they brought back a character that was from Karate Kid 3. Um, and I realized I had never seen Karate mm. Kid 3. So I went back and watched the first three Karate Kid movies to, because I had also I had watched two seasons of Cobra Kai and it had still been twenty years since I had seen Karate Kid one and two probably something like that, um, and so uh, I don't know if you remember the Community episode where Chang and Annie were in a. Uh, were in a play by Jason Man- Mansukis mm-hmm. and it was about yep, the yep. Karate Kid and she was Daniel Son mm-hmm. and he was Mr. Miyagi, oh. um, and he had written that play as no. if because he was like the main character of the Karate Kid was Mr. Miyagi. It wasn't Daniel Son. Like that was like and every time anyone was like, yeah, the main character Daniel Son, and he would get it was Jason Mansukis, so Mansukis or whatever his name is, so he would get really mad and be like, no, it's about Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. And so I went back and watched. <laughs> 
it, watching those first Karate Kid movies from the point of view of it's actually about Mr. Miyagi, those are some really well, uh, so those are some really good movies to show the experience of a Japanese immigrant. I'm just, I'm going to defend those movies. Mm. They actually did a really good job in the 80s, uh, between the, especially the first two. Uh, the third one was actually more about Daniel, but the first two actually feel like Mr. Miyagi might be the, especially the second one, might be the main character of. And they, I, I actually still, I really enjoyed them. I was like, this is, this is surprising how much I still think these movies are really solid, even though they're, they're like 80s movies that were just about, you know, karate and, mm puberty basically um so karate and puberty. so like it's a especially the second one the second one i was like they, it takes place in japan you're just you're just in mr miyagi's home and dealing with his his like why he left japan and all of this stuff and i was like wow this is this is about mr mm. miyagi like these are kind of i halfway yeah. recommend going back and watching those i had to pay for them on youtube but um mm-hmm. I wish they were on somewhere. They should be on Netflix since the rest of the show is on there, honestly. They but should be on Netflix. they're not. Um, for that matter. But the yeah, so are free on Prime mm-hmm. or something. But I actually kind of recommend watching them again because they're actually kind of still fine movies, and they're talking about rebooting the movie franchise again. Um, you'll see at the beginning of every episode the names uh will smith as an executive producer because if y'all remember he bought the franchise (laughs) to make uh the jaden smith movie and so like them making cobra kai they had to of course he still owns the rights to the cobra kai to to karate kid franchise uh or his production company and then i think it's caleb pinkett is one of the other uh executive producers which i mean pinkett uh it's jada jada pinkett smith's brother who works at that production company also and Mm -hmm. i think i actually think he's the one from that production company that actually like will help with the show and do stuff and will smith's just name has to be Mm -hmm. on there i don't think he does a lot but um Mm -hmm. it's a also the show feels like it has a very much the control to do whatever it wants to do like the way they're using the way they're getting some of these characters to come back uh there's people that I was just like, wait, y'all got that character to come back at thirty, you know, thirty years later and reprise their role from this movie? Like, that's impressive. Yeah. If I just, it, it's sad. It's yeah, I can't pockets. remember his name, but it actually is really sad that uh, uh, the guy who played Mr. Miyagi passed away because he would be all over the show. Uh, mm-hmm. He'd be right. he'd be in it everywhere. Right. Uh, they they still talk about him a lot, obviously, but. Uh, He's he, and he's but he's passed away oh. in universe because it it just is easier I think in that direction. I also heard that this show not to keep mm-hmm. uh, we could wrap up in a second, but I also think this show. I remember reading something saying it came out of uh, they they the first time they started talking about we should do a, we should do these characters again was because of how I met your mother. Remember um, uh, Barney's? I don't know. Did y'all watch How I Met Your Mother? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Do, do y'all yeah. remember Barney being a big Karate Kid fan? 
and they for one of his he said he he always said he I've was I've seen a, no was, I've seen the memes of that uh, he was he said he was always oh, a fan of Daniel no Sun. Now that. that I've actually seen the, I've seen the clips of that yeah and yeah. Um, yeah. and he so they eventually for one of his birthdays get Daniel Larusso's actor to show up on the show and be like hey kind of Levar Burton in community style like here's your here's your hero and he's like that's not <laughs> that's, <laughs> and he was like that's not Daniel Sun. that's not who I liked but only for them to find out that he was talking about Johnny Lawrence the the guy that Daniel beat in the movie that was his favorite character and who he loved and so they got that actor to come in that episode oh, too no, I do remember so that vaguely um, and so this was the first time oh, they had really wow. been together in like a really long time and that was one of the apparently the first times they like kind of threw the idea out there but I'm pretty sure they're both executive producers and have like whatever the writing staff they, they they have had a lot of control in like how their characters are this is how i would have been this is daniel larusso runs a car a car dealership now and just like all of this stuff and like his his tv ads or he's i'm gonna uh like do advertising with his karate skills i'm gonna kick the competition like it's really it's really silly and, and just like very yeah just very on point so like it's, yeah it's it is you will love it if you watch it if you've watched it you understand it's actually pretty good if you haven't watched it and you liked those karate kid movies i'm sure you and if you just like good character development in TV shows, you'll have a good time. <clears throat> I have never heard anyone say anything bad about this show, so I totally agree. Yeah. Like this show's always a top tier show from every time the new season comes out, everybody's like on it, discussing it, and it's already mm. like when's the next one coming out? Mm. So I will say, even though I haven't seen it completely, it is one of Netflix's like best shows. Um, I'm definitely going to go back and rewatch all the Karate Kid movies before fully jumping into the show. Even the Jackie Chan one? You don't have to. Uh, well, they we'll said see. they said the Jackie Chan one is not uh, canon in this universe. I think at a, like a Comic Con panel or something, they had to. Good. Somebody asked this question, and the writers <laughs> sure. had to like. Had. They had okay, to shut cool, it. Down. They were like, they, they said in this universe, no. if there was a movie that someone that Daniel Larusso could put on TV that is called The Karate Kid, that would be the movie. Is the Jaden Smith Jackie Chan one? <laughs> but the rest of the movies don't exist in this universe. Basically, it was like that's that's a that's a funny way of. Of answering this question, I appreciate you, writer. That's funny. That's funny. I think for me, I'm gonna wait till it. I feel like it's one of those shows. I'm gonna wait till the last season comes out, and then I'm gonna. I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna watch it from the beginning and all the way to the end because I don't. The waiting, like, there's only so many shows I'll be waiting. I just don't want another show where I have to be like, oh, I have to wait another year or two for. I'm just gonna wait for it all to be out. And they can enjoy it fully. They, um, the only cool. year they well, they did they had to skip was pandemic year. All right. Oh, okay. The year that never happened. This is why I, my years are all off. Like I don't know what happened before. Yeah. <laughs> do. It feels like fifty years ago. I understand that. <laughs> I remember everything from twenty twenty one up. <laughs> That's sad. Um cool you guys um cool moving on to the next topic i actually have something i actually have a video game experience that i want to share with y'all um if you like if you're a big fan of animal crossing or stardew valley or any type of relaxing 
gathering, uh, crafting type games. But you also love Disney? Boy, do I got a game for you. Um, the game developer Gameloft released a game called Disney Dreamlight Valley, which is supposedly, if you watch the trailer, it looks like it's definitely a, uh, an Animal Crossing knockoff, which I was like, eh, that's okay, whatever. But when it came out a few weeks ago, I was watching a lot of basically grown-ass men playing this on Twitch, and they were having the time of their lives, which got me to be like, okay, I have to try this game. They're having way too much fun because it's, yes, it's like Animal Crossing where you are, um, you know, you're gathering, you're growing things, you are interacting with your neighbors, but there's no landlord, there's no Tom Nook, so you don't feel like you're always pressured to, like, make money to pay off the bills. There's none of that. There's none of that. Are there loans though? No, there's no loans. Are there loans? <laughs> me, that was a big part no, of my day during no, pandemic like, time. Market. Trying to pay off them loans. Not that I know of, but there's no like market thing like with the turnip season. Like, you don't have to worry about that either. <laughs> None of the high stressful stuff in Animal Crossing. So far, I have not come across yet. But on top of that, since this is a Disney game, we of course we got to mix a little bit of I like to say Kingdom Hearts in it where we introduce the Disney worlds into it. So basically, the premise of this game, which to me also sounds like a Final Fantasy game, um, is uh, Dreamlight Valley is a place where all the happy little Disney people lived in. They, they were um, ruled by this person named the Ruler. Don't know who that is yet. Um, the Ruler mysteriously left someday. The people got sad. And then this thing called the Forgotten came in and basically brought darkness to the whole little valley. This Kingdom Hearts? Right? That's what I would say. It brought darkness to the valley. It made the people story start forgetting losing their memories. So all the Disney, most of the Disney characters went back to their own worlds. That's why I'm like, that sounds like Kingdom Hearts. But our character, the character that you create to be part of this game, literally drops out the sky. Literally. And meet Merlin, and then Merlin's going to be like, hey, um, who are you? You seem very magical. And you're like, I don't have no magic. And next you know, you're changing the world like in five minutes. Like you're cleaning up all the darkness. You are planting. You're growing. You're finding lost Disney characters. You're putting them back to work. We're building this valley together. Next you know, you're opening the portal to go to the other world. That's what I've got. That's what I've done so far. And I'm like, this is like, like I said, it's Kingdom Hearts with Animal Crossing. And if anyone knows me, Animal Crossing, or Kingdom Hearts is my favorite game series of all time. So, you know, I really, really love this game because of that aspect of visiting other worlds. But at the same time, I get the relaxation of gathering, crafting, selling, um, one thing I do like with this, I think they did this. I think they do this better than Animal Crossing. I know in Animal Crossing, you have certain neighbors, you have certain friends. The more you talk to, the more they kind of either be like the people, like the friends that either give you really good stuff or the friends that like you just exchange words to. But they never really had a meter to measure like is this like my best friend, my good friend. I don't know. In this game, they actually do like a friendship thing where the more you interact with this character, you level up your friendship. And not only that, but you can choose what um, ability you want them to do, whether you want them to be really good at crafting, fishing, foraging and stuff so that when they, when they see you, they give you shit. And I'm like, 
Yes, I want that. So I don't have to do everything myself. It's like, I like to collect, I don't know, diamonds. And then if I make Goofy, you know, I can choose him to be like foraging or mining or whatever. Next time he sees me, he literally will stop you and be like, hey, hey, how are you? And then like, I got something for you. And literally we give you a bunch of stuff that he finds. I'm like, Animal Crossing would never. Um, but I really enjoy, I really, first of all, I really enjoy the character creation um, uh, set up because you get to really create, you get really creative with your character and they really put a lot of thought in making people who are, uh, or black or people of color like they really put in a lot of thought in that because they had something mm. for everybody even body type so I was like I really like that mm. Um, mm. and then when it comes to your house it's pretty simple um, I would say Animal Crossing was a little bit easier with the controls but I know this game just came out because the controls are kind of buggy for me when it comes to putting things in your house <laughs> but it's okay, but at the same time, Animal Crossing didn't give you a bunch of free stuff to put in your house. But first of all, I didn't have to buy my house. They just gave me the house. So that's another plus up too. So, But it's a fixer-upper, so... What's the catch, though? Yeah. So the big fixer-upper, what's the catch? I'm the, cho- I'm the chosen one, that's why. So you're Neo? Okay. You're Neo. Yeah, I just okay. have to open some portals, that's all. I feel like there's a catch to that. Uh, there's a free house for nothing. You have to open portals? Well, I have Probably to Doctor Strange. So, so yeah, basically, no. That hand motion you're doing, Amy, <laughs> you're literally doing that in the game. You're doing this to clear up the darkness in the town. Of course. And the thing is, when you do that, you have an energy bar, and if you work too hard, you need to either eat food for energy or go home to rest. So yes, oh, I, like I went home all every time, <laughs> like in real life, right? So I was like, it'll literally be like, you have no energy, you have no energy. Basically, you work too hard, go home or eat, you know, whatever is around you. And I always just went back home. And then you come and you come back out, your your bar is all full. I was like, I really like that. Uh, I really like that because it kind of makes you feel like, oh, I actually need to watch myself because I would just be clean up the little thorns and trees and whatever. Um, in the beginning, your first few missions are to find the tools of the, basically the chosen one. <laughs> the tools are like a shovel, a pickaxe, watering can, a fishing rod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the tools to put you to work. <laughs> that sounds strange. And they're like, you care. are now... You know, you find it, you find these tools in like the most obvious places. And it's this cute little cutscene where you're like, da 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 da. Like, it's so cute. Um, and then they're like, now you can be able to mine or you can now garden. You can now shovel. Um, and the cool thing is, the more you do it, the more you find better stuff. So, like, within the first five minutes, you kind of get addicted and just, I'm going to keep just hitting every rock I can. And then it's like, you're finding like diamonds and stuff. And then I'm like leveling up too fast that I have to like, oh my gosh, I got to go find the store to sell it, which is Goofy. And I had to find Goofy who was locked some locked up somewhere and I didn't know where he was. And so you, the cool thing is when you interact with the other characters as they're introduced into the store, as you progress, they really do. The AI in this game is really, really solid. Like, it is kind of creepy. They kind of follow you sometimes. Like, Mickey straight up stalks you. He'll stalk you. 
I think I was telling Amy before we started, Mickey showed up my house because he wanted me to cook for him because he misses Minnie. Um, this sounds like a cult. <laughs> this sounds like a full on cult. Sounds like you're what at is, like what is Disney? Marlin? Disney is a cult. This, this sounds like you're in Probably. like some like private land where <laughs> uh, Disney's allowed to just pop up. But Mickey's allowed to be like, so you're gonna cook for me tonight? You're gonna he Minnie's gave me not a stove here because I didn't have like Big Love, you ever watch Big Love on HBO? Oh no, Big Love, yo. But I pour, But then the cool thing is because I finally broke the barrier that was in front of the Dream Castle, which is home to all the portals to the Disney places. So like, my first three visits are probably going to be look from the descriptions. They sound like it said uh, one is Wally, obviously, but the other one sounded like Moana. And the other one sounded like Ratatouille. So I don't know. And I'll find out soon when I have time to get back on and play. When I go to those worlds, what that looks like. So then I'm like, okay, now are we doing a Kingdom Hearts aspect where it's like, do we fight something? Are we unlocking any? Like, I don't know. But I like, that's a whole step up more than Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley, any type of farming simulation game. Like, that's the one thing that kind of gripped me for this for this game. It's like, oh, we actually are going out exploring. Oh, we're actually rebuilding the little Disney society that they have because of whoever that villain, which we still don't know. We don't know who the villain is, actually. We just know the darkness king. <laughs> I don't know if it's Organization 13. Or, no, it's probably Organization 13 and all that Kingdom Heart stuff that we still don't know about to this day. But, hype. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a crossover. It'd be pretty cool if they had a Kingdom It would be pretty cool if they did do a Kingdom Hearts where the door is like, you can go visit this world. What is this world? Oh, it's it's either, you know, Traverse Town or whatever. That would be... Traverse Town. It would be a very ironic... To do a reverse, I'll be like Disney, you you funny. Radiant yeah, how if it was any of those things, and then you meet Sora, I I don't know what I would do, but I think in time, knowing that Kingdom Hearts Four is coming out within the next few years, this is this is probably the only Disney game I would show interest in until then. They're not done. Yeah, that's, no, you didn't see the trailer that came no. out like a few months ago. I mean. That's that's fine. He's, it's an incredibly like a, popular franchise for them to just, story, for them to just say they're gonna stop doing Kingdom Hearts games. I wouldn't believe that one. They're not but, gonna stop. I mean, they're not, it's like they're not gonna stop doing Final Fantasy. Come on now, Merlin. Square Enix. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but I will. It's only four. But I will say. Um, I highly, highly recommend this game. I don't know if there's a demo out, but if you're willing to spend 30 bucks, just do it. But if it's not your type of game, then I wouldn't recommend it. But if you are a fan of like Animal Crossing and you're just like, but I just miss Animal like the when 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 Animal Crossing first came out, it was exciting and you and you remember that feeling. That's the feeling you'll have playing this game. Animal Crossing uh. now, I'm just like. I don't know. I get stressed knowing that once I start getting back into it, they're like, you owe us money. I just hate that, you know? Still haven't paid off your loans yet? Still haven't paid my Ugh. loan. Because then I was like, you know what? I don't need to be in this island. Forget this. How are you starting to pay off your loans yet? 
Because I have other stuff to do. The whole point of the game is to pay off your loan. <laughs> I, don't, I do that in real life. I don't want to do it in the game. It's, yeah. it's, it's probably the one loan you can feasibly pay off quicker than your yeah, own right? personal loan. Let me go sell some coconuts and I'll be right back. I know. Exactly. <laughs> it's Let's true. go over to Eming's Island and get some of the peaches she has on there and then come you back just, to my island and sell those. You just I stole, stole it from my island. I was like, let me clear out all these peaches. You stole all our peaches? I roll up and cleared out even the entire island. Luckily, they grow back. But, but of course, this is after I cleared out my <laughs> island first, so Emi couldn't pop over and just get some reciprocating. See, fruit. I would never I would do that without permission. I'm like, some well, no, hey, no, head off those loans real quick. <laughs> I guess we should just okay. So Swipe I, it okay. Away. Wait, well, Kat, how's the customization? Is there any customization? Or is it just a regular, you know. Is there a Sims-like customization, or is it very typical of what It's very typical. So far, it's very typical. Like, you do all the little things, all the little tasks you do, whether that's clearing, like, basically clearing the area, or, you know, you're fishing or whatever, or just knocking stuff over. Like, there's, like, little treasure chests just hiding everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, You open it up, you get a lot of free clothing, and the clothing is really nice, actually. Like... By the time Scrooge opens his store and he has stuff, you're like, that's nice. All the free stuff is really nice. Like, they have pretty good, uh, like, everything I'm wearing is free. I'm like, I haven't spent any money yet. Um, mm-hmm. Another aspect is you are collecting memories. So, like, you're collecting, like, pictures that look like photographs from something. This is Kingdom Hearts. Or you're collecting, like, <laughs> porn uh, journal pages in another language and then it'll have a subtitle of translating what's happening which is why i was like the kind of heart span in me is like you know this and you're keeping it in the log to put it together i don't know when this is going to be relevant later but i guess you can say you're solving a mystery or figuring out the why like how did it get here while at the same time making money and making everyone happy so what's it called again Disney Dreamlike Valley. Okay. Um, I will say, when it comes to dialogue options, you can either have pretty positive, pretty negative, or pretty like snarky. So, like, negative would be like a Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah. So, like, when you, when when a character would be like, "Oh, you're great," or "You're magical," you can be like, "I don't think I'm so magical," or "There's no magic into me at all." Like, you can have those answers. Or you can have something where it's like you're very just straightforward and snarky. Like, was it was it was it for me? Like, why do you think like that? Or you can be very like there was a question where um, someone asked me and I was like overconfident. Like, of course, because I'm a hero. And Merlin put me in my place, saying, "Hmm, we'll be the judge of that." I was like, "What? <laughs> do you not know the other games I play? I'm always a hero." And he was like, we'll, we'll see. We'll judge you by your actions to determine that. I was like, okay, Merlin, but you called me. You summoned me here, I, I think, but whatever. Um, but I, I have fun with the dialogue options. Of course, um, Goofy's my favorite so far because we have a lot of fun together fishing. And he brings me back the best stuff to just sell or to use for the house. So, Gosh. yeah. So sure. recommend it if you need a new chilling game just to chill at the end of the day before you go to sleep. 
Yeah, I mean, it so, looks like you can get it. It's three different editions. There's the yes. standard edition, which is uh, early access, 8,000 moonstones, two standard wearable items, nine standard furniture items, and three design motifs. Or you can go with the Similar deluxe is. founders, which is all standard edition cosmetic items, and you get a celestial turtle. Or you can get the ultimate founder one, which is you get all standard editions, all deluxe edition collection items, cosmetics, a celestial turtle, and a regal fox animal companion. I want a regal fox. That does sound sound nice because I I don't know what companions are unless we're unlocking that. Like, it must be levels later. It's just $70. But I I wouldn't get that. I would recommend getting the standard just for starters, but if you know like this is gonna be your game, then yeah, go ahead. Invest the seventy dollars, I guess. The base game's gonna be, I think, thirty bucks when it comes yeah, out. Looks like. Yeah, it's thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. So Kat, can you like visit people like can you make friends in the game? Like so or can I you like visit each other's houses, like the thing with the islands? Can you I believe it's multiplayer? Um, since it just came out, I don't know how far. I have to actually see how far other people have gotten. I know some of my friends were still in the beginning, but it feels like there is going to be a future where you can. Because I was like, you you build your house. You spend so much time um, doing all this stuff to improve your house and stuff. It would make sense that you could visit. But if not, then I'm sure maybe in the near future... Everything is just so new. Like they actually have events. This week this week's event is like the Pixar event. And it's like you have these uh tasks to do and you get like extra like extra whatever the currency on top of your normal task because it's like connected to that week. Um mm. so they do kind of like a and you if you go to like the dashboard, they do kind of like little updates so that's happening from the developers to you like oh this is this type of week so go out there and get it and i think they do that to encourage you to play more which is cool but i gotta remember that there are kids playing this game so i'm like yeah this is probably like this is up their alley like they they will spend hours collecting everything and Mm. getting everything so i was like i get that but for me i'm just like nah i'm good i'm just gonna get what i get and log out you know (laughs) i mean it comes out next year so it's out, it's out now. What well, says this is a this is the early access? It says the game is set to launch as free to play uh, on September. Yeah, as it's set to launch in twenty twenty three as a free to play title. What? Then why did I pay three dollars for? Wait, because you what? paid for the early access. It looks like. Oh. What? This is Wait, a free so game. There's yeah, a players play? can be the first to experience yeah, Disney I mean, with as part of the early access with. With a purchase of it's a founder's pack, when it came on. or by being an Xbox Game Pass, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, press kit. It looks like uh, you can order to be an early access individual or have Xbox Game Pass, but it says Disney Dreamlight Valley is set to launch in 2023 as a free-to-play title on September 6. Well, sorry, this sorry, is a- yeah, free-to-play on September 6 though is when the early access paid things came out. Oh, so basically this is all kind of like in beta, in beta right now. Yeah. So this you're, is the you're, best beta experience I've ever had because I was like, this is a, a beta pretty good pay- game. Yes. <laughs> it's a beta that you're paying for. Huh. 
hey, if it's toward making this game better, sure, that makes me excited to what's going to happen a year I, from now. I'd hope they give you something because if this game's going to be free to play and you drop 30 bucks on yeah. it, I would feel some kind of way later on. Like, wait a My minute, name's wait in the credits. <laughs> Shout out to all of our beta players. Um, this game is now free to play for <laughs> everybody me. else. I don't know why Avengers couldn't have done that, but that's another story. Um, yeah. Nah. But, okay, cool. Well, they got nah. cats thirty dollars. They got my thirty dollars, and hey, like this it, is though. the best game experience I've ever had because it's a it's pretty solid so far. Thanks for checking, Mark. <laughs> I know. I was like, yeah, yeah that's a great game. <laughs> yeah, because I, I kept seeing free to play, and I'm like, it says thirty dollars. That's not free to play. And I was like, what's happening here? And I was like, oh, this okay. all these packages if say go, founders on them. If and I'm you like, go that, on Google, that makes it sense. literally says buy today. Like the website is this Disney Dreamlight Valley buy today. That's why I'm like, I will buy. I will get this next year. Then when it's yeah. <laughs> No, all of them, all them say founders reward so I'm like oh because you're paying to get in early and you probably get a little because I know like the same thing happened with the Star Wars game when it first dropped I remember like buying it and then you get this little token that says founding player over your character in the in IRL but I remember when it went to free to play I was like oh shit like this this whole thing is free to play you got a couple you get a couple of kickbacks every month of like because you're a founder here's like a skin from the last whatever thing because you were I on the see. ground floor. I see. This is 1.0. If I know anything about old 1.0 access, it's like we're probably going to have like a legacy title or something yeah. once this hits free. I do see um, since this uh, game has come out this month, over a million people have already signed up to play this game. And it has. So like, um, I'm looking at very positive Steam reviews. And it's not always easy to have mm-hmm. very positive Steam reviews. 94%. Pretty good. Yeah. And I see it on Switch, too. Yeah. It's got over 2K mm-hmm. players who've like, like commented. So, hey. People like it. There's a whole article that someone wrote that says, Disney Dreamlight Valley has made me, sat- made me sadder because I realized um, how they improved on Animal Crossing. Like, Nintendo, they're basically going on about how Nintendo basically gave up on Animal Crossing. Like, that's why we don't see a lot of up-to-date DLCs and stuff. They kind of were just like, eh, moving on to our other things. And now, that's why, you know, y'all don't really play Animal Crossing. But this game is already kind of establishing a foundation of this is the game, and we will update it, like, constantly so there will always be something to do which in my mmm hood is what i like so um once this is hit free i would definitely go back and check and probably review a year from now to see how it is and see if it's like worth playing for a very long like it's going to be a game that you can always just go back to and stuff because I feel like I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, market-wise, it makes incredible sense. I mean, knowing how Disney operates, I wouldn't be surprised if they do some Dreamlight Valley uh, IRL stuff at Disneyland and Disney World. That would be crazy. To kind of like cross-promote, like you get like some kind of code at the park for a holiday special, and then you upload that code on the game, and now you're rocking some kind of thing that you can only get at the park mm-hmm. or at an event so mm-hmm. this honestly makes sense if they want to go even further you could probably have a tie into movie releases like hey when hercules drops you show up and you get your little ticket you can plug in whatever code on the back of it and you get a little free song or they disney is really good at 
capitalism. So I'm sure that this is gonna like this is this is gonna make them almost more money and uh, almost, sh- more money. almost more money. Probably you know, this is, this is a slight chance they're gonna make more money. It's a slight chance. I'm kidding. No, they're gonna they're gonna make all like gang boxers. They're gonna throw in some extra stuff in there. Maybe have like a Marvel thing. I don't know. But Disney at this point uh, is it's too much. Having all while. I don't know if, if if you remember back in the day they had a uh, Toon World, uh, the old uh, like. Flash games on uh, mm-hmm. on the actual D- Disney website, so it's yep. giving me that vibe of like, Do you remember Flash games? We're gonna we're gonna update, but like, hey, come on back and join us in the world of Disney. All you Disney adults, come on back. It's it's crazy how Disney has such a hole in our generation. Like, I mean, we were talking about this. I was like, remember when you were born and you were just into Disney? <laughs> And you're still into Disney to this day. It's singing just Little Mermaid. I'm be singing Little Mermaid whenever the next movie. Right. Never <laughs> ending. Hey, cat. And it continues. I heard that you know we weren't mm-hmm. going to talk about Disney as much in this episode. So is that our cue? Oh no! Oh, I'm talking about his game. I'm just being mean. Oh. I'm just being silly. <laughs> she can't let go. She can't let go. That's the sad thing is Disney taking over so much of our lives. Hell oh, my lives. Well, if you want, I can give us a, a fun pivot if you want. Yes. Did you read? J.K. Rowling's new book or hear about it? No, yet? but let's talk about it. No, which one? Because this is J.K. Rowling is in her. <laughs> J.K. Rowling, that's a hard paper. I'm like, you know what? Let's get all the way out of the ditch. Let's get all the way out. You hear about this? You hear about this with J.K. Rowling? You hear about this? You hear about this thing? Uh, no. Um, so apparently, J.K. Rowling is like still trying to do uh, book things. So she wrote a new book. Um, I think it's called the ink black heart about a um like a youtuber uh who experiences uh the trauma of losing fans for expressing transphobic views online (laughs) (laughs) is it an autobiography (laughs) no it's a work of fiction it's a work of fiction about a turf individual who's being wrongly persecuted. This is real. <laughs> this is real. Where is and the my internet phone? is like, girl, you gotta stop. Like, girl, you, you just you need to take a... Let it go. You're gonna have to sit this one out. You're making this worse for yourself. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, she penned it under her pseudonym, Robert Galbraith or whatever it is. This is like a, 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 a an over 1,000 and something page book. Thousand and everyone's like, JK... <sighs> Oh, no. Everyone's like, JK, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. It's, her character accused of being transphobic. And everyone's like, no, 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 no. You can't keep doing this to yourself. Like, literally everyone who talks about yeah. Harry Potter has to distance themselves. And a statement being like, we're doing a Harry Potter movie, this video game. We don't agree with any of the views from the original author. Like, people have to go out you of have their to way. Make that statement, yeah. And now you're just making it worse. But I was like, I, yeah, that's there you go. Stabbed to death though. Her this character gets stabbed to death. That's my she's, internet. She's she's going od on this whole thing of like being wrongly persecuted. Oh no! What are you doing? I don't know, man. This it's just all sorts of bad mess. Right? Yeah. The book takes clear aims at social justice warriors and suggests that the transphobic character is a victim of the massively plotted political-fueled hate campaign against them. 
and the character is doxxed, and they face threats of death because of their opinions. I didn't even know what those words meant when they were writing this. They're like, what's that word? Okay, I'm using that in the statement. But honestly, if you look at the reviews for this book, they're all scathing. Good. Finally, like someone, the internet does something right. <laughs> not necessarily because it's a bestseller. It, Everything's like, a bestseller. <laughs> Every book's a bestseller. This book was the bestseller for the full five minutes it came out. Exactly. Uh, eight, eight people got it back to back for eight hours. Best selling book best-selling right here. Best book in eight minutes. <laughs> That's what it is. Bummer. Why? Why? Because yeah. money. Money and, and they still have, like her name still carries power in the literary world. So whatever she writes is going to get published regardless of how bad it's going to be. Because again, publicity, even bad publicity, is going to get attention. It's going to get people talking, as we do right now, which means she's still getting paid. So she knew what she was doing. Oh my yeah. I can't even. I don't want to look at this. <laughs> and that's how you get out of this the ditch. <laughs> oh, uh, Marlon, you asked me to remind you about a game you wanted to do. Oh yeah, I I, I tweaked it a bit, uh, but I do have a thing. This is called. Uh, I realize that anime and soap operas are quite, uh, quite frankly, very similar in a lot of the way they choose to deliver. Uh, lines and the drama and so I'm just going to describe something and I want you to tell me the name of that anime or if it's Tomshu, maybe it is in fact uh, a soap opera um, so here <laughs> you ready for it? You ready for it? So, this is because no. all of them are full of drama all of them are full of drama Okay, so I need you to decide if this is an anime or if this is <laughs> this is a soap opera okay <laughs> Some of them are wild. Some of them are wild. All right, first one, first one. <laughs> a character is presumed dead after a serious blow to the head, only to appear after sending anonymous messages to the main character. That sounds, like, an the plot of a, sounds like a plot of a bad horror movie also, but... Uh, <laughs> I know! I was like, is this a horror movie? Yeah. Um, <laughs> is this a, um, a CW show? <laughs> yeah, so this is a plot of a bad CW, ABC sitcom. Uh, like, Pretty Little Liars or something? <laughs> yeah. Pretty Little Liars. I'm going to go with... It's, it's A. For it's that a. reason, <laughs> I'm going with Soap Opera. Soap Opera. Yes, this is as the world turns. Okay. Oh God! <laughs> oh yeah, you see, it was just some bells. Um, this I took some things out because it's dark as hell. Uh, there's a character named Adam who's presumed dead after he is hit in the head attempting to assault a young lady. Uh, he disappears only to return later to re to re to try assault her a second time only to be officially killed this time on the show and it's been marked as the most controversial episode of a soap opera wow oh yeah yeah everyone's like did you have to do that i don't think you had to do that but you chose to those writers though soap operas they love to go in okay here we go this next one uh soap opera or anime uh, a love triangle gone wrong where the main character manipulates uh, the two women that are into him, uh, resulting in them going off the deep end and committing uh, acts of horrific violence. Sounds like a movie. <laughs> like a pretty movie I saw or something. Anime? 
since you've since you've introduced since you've introduced partial partial harem anime into this one with the plot, I'm gonna go with anime also. This is this is school days. One of anime's bloodiest love triangles. That's what uh, I was thinking about. Yep, it was that Ma- anime with <laughs> Makoto Sekai and Katana. Where basically he, this man, <laughs> ma- manipulates these two women, and he ultimately gets killed at the end. Like one of these girls, like straight stabs him and griddles his body, and it's like, "I, you're mine now, and yeah. I'll love you forever." And everyone was like, "Oh, this is so bad." It also was a. Um, a grim deconstruction of harem anime of like yeah. this could only end badly if everyone likes this one guy there's no reason why that they all get along with each other yep 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 mm. all right and then she, okay here we go uh in this moment a character is eating a bag of chips as his plan comes to fruition <laughs> what? i mean his pl- his as his murderous ploy comes to position it's anime one of the greatest. That's anime. Do you know what it's from? It's from Death Note. This is that scene in Death Note. I was going to say Death eating, Note. It sounds like Death Note. <laughs> where Elle's eating the bag of chips and riding in the Death Note. It's, and everyone's like, cute, right? and like Light's like, okay, he's not doing anything, but he's like just riding in the Death Note. The he's entire doing it the bag very of chips. cool. You, there there's, you go. There's lines coming from his eyes that get red. He's just doing it very cool. He's flipping his hair. It's... That anime also is crazy is wild over the top with all those scenes. I love it though. That's a right? classic. I get with that. I feel like honestly, out of all the things, uh, Death Note had a lot of high drama in it. Yeah. All right, uh, next one. Uh, this character uh, reveals uh, this character has amnesia, and then he reveals in the midst of a high stakes moment that he may have memory of his father who was killed in the prior scene. Has amnesia, and then he, he remembers in the high stakes scene about his father being killed. Mm-hmm. That's a soap opera. So we got soap opera, soap opera. Um, yeah. This, okay. This is an anime. This is Hunter Hunter. If you remember oh, during no. during the bug arc, during the bug arc, one of the bugs reveals that I actually remember my past. My father was the penguin guy who got killed oh by the Oh my gosh. That's so mad. I can hear Bonnie yelling arc. at me now. I don't remember also, that. That, that entire arc scene. was high drama. That was. was a high that was. was a high drama was, arc. We I mean, were like, we all don't remember our past lives. That's that's one of the best parts. That's one of the best uh that was a good one. Like I, get, I feel like that was like what I think that portion of Hunter Hunter was like. I was like, okay, this is I'm, I'm sitting on edge because there's things happening. It's right like now. Some of the, it was some real. Serious. Some, I love that they were like. Go ahead. Oh, go for it, sir. There was a lot of cool fights in that arc. I think that was kind of the culmination of a lot of like these kids have actually figured out how to like like really do these powers and so gone fighting with some mm-hmm. of his rock paper scissors powers the first time and Kila was really starting to use the electricity in cool ways and that uh and that arc that was the and there was just there was just a lot of shit happening like you said high drama it was it was high drama like i like i think 
I, I was also going to use the the the, clue, the the hint that in this anime, uh, one of the characters survives a conflict only to die from radiation, uh, because that literally is how that anime ended. Where like all of them die from radiation poison. I was like, damn! Like literally, yeah. you killed the the main big old guy. But he's like, I'm gonna still get mine. All y'all are poisoned. So. <laughs> Everybody's gonna get radiation poisoning. I may be dead, but y'all coming with me. It's like. <laughs> High stakes drama. <laughs> I mean, it was a point. He didn't give a damn. He was like, no, no, no. I'm taking y'all with me. We all going out together as a squad. It was a point. All right. Uh, and lastly, I it was important. And lastly, uh, this one's this was honestly in my research. This was the funniest one I found. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> two characters uh, express their love for one another, only for the stepmother to become enraged uh, and beat three people up. Wait, that's a soap opera. It's a telenovela. Um, Damn, Kat, you knew it down to the specific <laughs> genre. Good job. I've seen that episode before. <laughs> I I mean, what was it? I want to keep going, but no, yeah, this is from Maria de la, de la Barrio. <laughs> And this scene, y'all, it is unhinged. This is these two characters who are like these two young people who like each other, but the stepmom likes the young man's father and wants to like marry him. So she's like, you guys can't be together because you ruined my chance of, of happiness. She finds out that they're like are about to kiss and she beats everybody up. She slaps like eight different people and she like, ch- she chokes someone out. She, mind you, this is important. The daughter's in a wheelchair, and so she's just, and so, and so she's like shaking her in the wheelchair. Like you, you, she calls her at some point the most best line. She calls her, oh my god, what was it? Uh, oh god, yes, she calls her a disabled demon at some point, and I'm like, whoa. What? At some point, the nanny comes to the room and is like, Kalamate, Kalamate, and then she slaps the nanny for coming into the room. Is it on YouTube? Can can you find it? (laughs) I was in it too. The nanny has a full, like, dramatic spin, like, ah! It's the wall. (laughs) Oh my god. She knocks out the nanny cold with a slap, and then (laughs) at some point, the young man trying to sit up, like, hey, you can't keep hitting her. Stop, stop, stop. She grabs scissors and stabs this man in the shoulder. He slides to the ground, fully injured. The young lady at this point is thrown onto a bed out of the wheelchair. He's holding his arm, cradling. People come off camera, say nothing to the woman who did the slapping, pick up homeboy who's passed out and take him to the hospital. And that ends the entire scene. the scene, oh my gosh. Where'd you get the knife from? No, she grabbed a pair of scissors off like a table. I think someone brought it in to like they were cutting, and she just stabs this, this man. Just stabs him. And then she's just like, and then well, and then when the when the when the nanny passes out, her dialogue is if she's not dead, I'm gonna finish killing her. Uh, <laughs> to be wow. honest, this this scene needs to be animated. This actually needs to be an animated scene. Because the live action was way too much, and I'm like, this this feels like an anime scene, but it was live action, oh, and it was God. just the most unpredictable, unpredictable thing I've ever seen. And like, in uh, the show, man, I and I'm, I'll never forget it. I will never forget that scene. It's high drama. Gaming, <laughs> it's high drama, and literally, like, homegirl Lisa in a chair asking for help. Her li- her last line before the scene fades out is, "I can't help him. I'm in a wheelchair." <laughs> 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 
And that, folks, was anime. <laughs> Thank you, Marlon. Yep. Yay! <laughs> oh my god! Such a fun moment. Oh my gosh! Well, do we have time to? Oh god, I have it. I have the. I have okay. the video here. I'm gonna send it to y'all. Okay. Um, I just want to say, in honor of anime, please get ready for October, which is in a few weeks. Because it's anime October, we have a lot, and we're not going to go into detail. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of shows coming out, a lot of big shows, um, like Chainsaw Chainsaw Man, Bleach is coming back with the Thousand Year Blood War arc, um, Spy Family, sixth season of My Hero Academia, and more. But quickly, I just want to go around and ask. What are you guys looking forward to next month? Because I know at least your Crunchyroll account or whatever you watch anime is going to be running hot because of these shows. What'd you say? Marlon nope, we've Marlon lost him. He is on mute. mute. But I'm going to say your Bleach. Your audio is not there. Is what? Again. <laughs> bleach. <laughs> it was Bleach. I was saying Bleach. <laughs> I want to hear that. I want to hear that background. Oh, yeah. In the background again. Me too. I want to hear that. Like I'm like, oh shit's about to go down. Yeah. At the start, before we talk about okay. this for a second, Eman, you were saying that you you thought it was over, like they finished, and I. It, no. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Oh no. Oh, I just wasn't. I thought it was done. I thought it was. I didn't realize it was still going. Yeah. The. Uh, That's all. This is the this is them coming back after like several years of no bleach on the air oh, because I, I think see, I, see, I, see, I, see. I remember okay. hearing that it got canceled because it wasn't doing too hot and the manga oh. and so like and the manga was having trouble then too but it was at least finishing um, so this was this is the oh. the beginning of gotcha. finally animating that last arc that actually I hear oh. like it was a better arc to say the one before that which is kind of was kind of lame it, it lost me i never actually read this arc because i mm. stopped reading the manga because i was kind of done with it after the arc before this uh and so mm-hmm. now that they're finally animating it i'm kind of excited because i haven't heard bon kai in a really long time and i kind of excited to hear that <laughs> 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 yeah i mean yeah i mean even it's i think it's okay to think that because like i think it was like what it had like in- it had like what, a couple of like 300 or so episodes and something like that. And they did some fillers that weren't great. Oh, they had a ton. They had a of bunch fillers. of movies yeah, that weren't too high. <laughs> yeah, they they were they were obviously stretching for time of like we need to fill this yeah. and like we're not going to have we're not going to progress these characters any further than a little bit, but we need to figure out what we're going to do next and he went on a little breaky break. Yeah, there was one arc that I was getting really annoyed with so I had to stop like they were they were stuck in the the other world and they couldn't leave for some reason. And like the, the bad dudes kept making them not leave. And I was like, this is, take, this is taking way too long. Like, yeah. I can't keep watching them fail every episode. Yeah. So I had to stop. I was like, okay, I'll come back to you eventually. I never did. Yeah. But 
if they're restarting it, maybe I can go find where I ended. I wouldn't even say to do that. I'd say Wikipedia up to what you need to know for this and just dive in here. Because it's going to be going back to that that old bleach (laughs) is is like it's an anime from a different era like it's it's that it's it's kind of slower pacing it's and it's not it's not better for it 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 like a lot of filler a lot of time that you're just like this new is going to be paced differently i bet and it's going to be it's going to be like it's from this no filler era of like Hero Academia and stuff, so it's just gonna fly mm. through the manga storyline, um, and it's just gonna be good because yeah. I hear there's some crazy fights that are about to happen. So, um, yeah, we're getting into the Thousand Year Blood War. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so there'll be a lot of German names coming your way and Bleach soon. Hmm. Um, but yeah. what else was yeah, there yeah. you said the other one is uh, I have not watched Spy Family Chainsaw since. Man and Chainsaw Man that's what it was oh, Spy Family yeah Ch- it's cute I've heard a lot um, of good things yeah, about Chainsaw I'm Man yeah I'm really Chainsaw Man I'm looking most forward to because I actually started I haven't even finished reading but I kind of just started reading the manga online last year and it was one of my friends who she always just knows the right anime to send me or the right manga. And I just started reading it. And I was like, this is a dark but pretty exciting manga. And she was like, oh, it's going to be an anime. And I was like, Shh, what, in 2025? And then when I heard it was coming out this year, I was like, oh, wow, okay. Um, so to see, I think, I forgot who's animating. I'm forgetting the animation studio. I think it's Mappa. Uh, it's, it's one of the big ones. It is. But um, knowing that they're behind it, it's going to be the, the action and the violence yeah. is definitely bloody, it's but ma- it's going to look it's great. Mappa. <laughs> it's Mappa. Mappa can do no wrong. <laughs> so if you don't know Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man is about this guy who um, he has to fight the, the Yakuza and he has like a little pet that helps him fight. But then the Yakuza, somebody in there kills him. And he dies, and then he kind of merges with his his pet's like a little demon. So he merges with his uh, pet demon, and he has these weird powers that allows him, both of y'all's faces. His hands can change into chainsaws for Very him confused. to complete Sorry. the, yeah, the um, I, his his job. <laughs> I've heard it's very <laughs> unpredictable is the best word that I've heard someone describe this. They like they didn't know how to describe this anime to anime. me. It's gory and unpredictable and you just have to accept what's going on, but it's like high drama anime sounds like yes. it's like there's just gonna be shit it's happening. It's a high drama mm. violent anime. Yeah. Yes. But it's October, it's spooky season. This is what I was looking forward to and having people like to watch horror movies. I like to watch mid horror bloody anime that's that's how i do my spooky season um but if you're not into that the other thing i'm really excited for is spy family part two this is the second part of uh season one spy family to me is one of the best animes of this year so they're still doing um yeah definitely check out the first few episodes it's just to me it's just perfection like this show can do no wrong everything is just perfection uh, or it does it extremely well in in your words, very extremely well. The music, the characters, the plots, everything—it's just yeah. and it's a wholesome. So it's like if you saw Chainsaw Man, you're like, oh, I need a break. Then watch My Family. Where after after you feel better. 
Um, That's Martin, pretty cute. You uh, had something to say? Or oh, no, I was saying it's pretty cute. I was just making faces. I was trying. To, I was looking up like Chainsaw Man. Like, where can I read this thing? Because I'm like, I read the description. And I was like, all this sounds very anime. Nothing <laughs> yep. will stop to achieve this teenage just, dream. Just, yeah. I just like I deal with the devil. And then he now ends up having to haunt devils. I'm like, this is hella anime. If I've seen an anime backstory, this is an anime-ass backstory right here. So I'll check it out. I'm excited for it. I know that there's a whole thing where he was like in like a My Hero Academia background or something, and they removed him for some reason. I heard about that, too. I'm so glad you mentioned that, because this is also sixth season of My Hero Academia just came out. And you Plus remember Ultra. season five, how it was getting down to the wire in more of a serious tone. Yes, we have come to that point in season six. I believe we're getting to um, the arc where it's getting a little bit darker. I forget the name of this arc, but it's getting darker. The kids are is more high stakes. Um, mm-hmm. As from last season, my favorite part from last season was basically the uh, Academia of Heroes because you got to see from the Not villain's heroes. point of view and again these villains, the reason why I love the show is because of the villains like yes, they're wrong but some of the stuff they be saying is right um, but these villains when they come together, they are pretty scary. Um, I want to see more of that in the anime. I know like we have Hawks who's playing a double agent on stopping this um big doomsday that they're planning and stuff so i think we're seeing the fallout of that in season six i have not been watching any trailers so i have no idea what and i did not see the last movie so i'm going in blind and oh there was a movie yeah i I didn't watch that last year the movie was but i bet you what i bet you in like a week it's gonna be free though you know crunchy roll the the movie was actually just an anime movie like it, it was, it was, it was all just right. it was, compared to the other was, two. It was, it was very, very mediocre. Wow, oh. they actually failed. I mean, well, I mean, they, they, really they failed. Good. They, they, they are, just met the bar. Yeah, they, they. It was very mediocre. It was to get one of the main characters was a very like you are a movie character. If I've ever seen, I've seen a lot of anime movies or like parts of anime shonen movies like naruto movies and bleach movies and some of these other ones that are just like i know this is just this storyline is going to go nowhere and in an hour and a half some convoluted reason is going to have them win the day and we're going to forget about this forever all right uh that's what happened okay (laughs) that second movie was solid Mm -mm -mm. that makes me sad um but hey that's what happens as we know, is, is getting up there. But um, yeah, definitely excited for... I'm sure there's more coming out that are not on my list. But um, yeah, stay tuned, you guys. I'm sure we'll probably have a corner or two and talking about... I know we'll probably have to... I know I won't be able to watch Bleach because I got to do a whole catch-up for myself. Because when Bleach came out, I was like... It was my side anime compared to everything <laughs> else I was watching. Now that this is coming out, it's going to be new and improved. And I'm like... Mm. I'm gonna need a lot of backstory to catch up, so I'm gonna yeah. need not Use a lot. Use wikis, y'all. Use those wikis. Is is okay. most of Bleach on Netflix, or is only just some of it on Netflix? I think, I think some of it is okay. on. Netflix. I think more of it is okay. under Crunchyroll. I haven't so seen. I think you would want to look okay. for yeah. it. In I was gonna Hulu, say check Hulu too, uh, um, or Crunchyroll. Good point. 
Hulu has a better interface. That's why I suggested it. Because Crunchyroll will be glitching sometimes. I think I share the same birthday as Rukia. Aww. Birthday. I love her. So I'm like, oh, vibe. Netflix has the two movies. Um, so Netflix has the two Bleach movies. It looks okay. like there's like four of them, the but series. but not it has the two movies and it has the live action uh, show uh, as well. No, oh yeah, no, I need no, to watch I that. Crunchyroll's no. gonna be your best bet. I don't want it. The only reason, no, I honestly, watch it. Yo, yo, didn't we thing. watch it? Yo, I I'm gonna sit right it. now. It. Honestly, it isn't too terrible. It's not too terrible. No, for real, you're right. I, don't I feel remember. like if you overlook the acting and just look it. at the monsters, the monsters legitimately look dope. Like, they did a mm-hmm. really good job with the demons and, and Bleach. They look scary enough. I mean, again, also I feel like because we've seen a lot of Netflix things, you come in with, like, <laughs> the understanding of, like, this isn't gonna be world-breaking. This is gonna be okay. And, like, I think when you come into that, you know what? You can find bits and pieces that you're like, I like that part. That was kind of cool. What I liked was you that. Know, I, I agree. I didn't. I didn't hate it. Go ahead. Oh no, no. It just, I there was. Uh, I learned recently. I still haven't seen it yet, but I learned that the it's filmed with Japanese characters, of course, in Japanese, and the English dub of this of this movie is all dubbed over by the anime voice actors. Um, so it's Johnny Bosch and all the people doing the English dub of this Japanese live action Bleach adaptation. And I was like, I need to watch this in English, actually. That sounds like actually slightly exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Oh, wow. I need to see that. Now I need to see it again in an English dub. I had no idea they did that. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, and Bleach is going to be your go-to for all... uh, all the episodes they mark them as different seasons but you know because of the season 15 but of course it's just because it's just a bunch of episodes so mm. you'll find all 300 there country rose organization skills or you can or you could just read the link i sent you which is titled from uh what is it the comic book world uh everything you need to know before the new epi- the new episodes of bleach start fast track spark notes edition so you can do that <laughs> Or you could watch yeah. 300 episodes. Give me those spark notes so you yeah, got it. I got to figure Great. out where I left off. I don't remember where I was. I'm just going to yeah. read to where I left off and be like, okay, this is where I, this is where I am. Let's let's continue because it's it's been years. It's been yeah, it's been it like has. ten years. Yeah, it has been. T- <laughs> that's accurate. Oh, maybe more, more than ten years it's for me, but 10 yeah. Years. So I don't remember it's anything. Crazy. But excited, excited. October is a month full of great stuff. So looking forward to that. Um, Marlon, do you have anything you want to add, a plug on what's happening in your corner before we wrap up? Uh, in my corner, you know, we're going to start looking for some some nice little haunts, some little fairy tales. And uh, I'm kidding. No, we're going to be looking at the Love is Blind after the Altar reunion <laughs> special. Because that is out now. I don't- the drama is back. Please don't the drama make me is edit back. your review of Everyone this. Everyone is back. They're all back together. And how oh. many episodes do they have, Amy, that I'm going to talk about? No, they please. literally have 14. Oh, my God. Okay, I quit. I'm this kidding. I'm kidding. Quit. They quit. have, like, they have three more episodes afterwards. So I got to watch the drama because that, honestly, I think season two is what put 
this show on the map. Season one was fine, but Love Life season two sparked so many things. I'm going to watch that one, get all up into the, this, the messiness of it. And I'm also going to talk about uh, that cyberpunk show, Edge Runners. Mm-hmm. No, it's actually not bad. And really? hot take, I enjoyed the storyline of um, uh, c- cyberpunk when I could play it. Uh, I would honestly... After watching the show, I would kind of prefer this storyline. If this has been in the game, mm-hmm. the way the show is designed and like mapped out, I would have honestly preferred this storyline in the game. If wow. I had, if they could add anything or maybe add like a second, like, you know, Cyberpunk 2 or whatever, uh, the storyline that's in this, this anime they're doing on Netflix is really in, in like intriguing and engaging. I like it a lot. Okay. I yeah. will definitely tune in for that because I was unsure if I should have watched Cyberpunk, knowing how we all have our feelings about that game and how it treated us. Um, hey, it's it, it won't glitch out on you. It's really good. <laughs> you're right. You're right. It won't glitch yeah. out. So, and they me. even have like certain points from like they use a lot of stuff you'll, you'll remember from the game, including <laughs> some characters. Like if you remember, like when you would scan something to determine if you wanted to like hack into it. It uses the exact same um, hacking screen. It uses like all the similar things. You see some characters in there making an appearance from the from the game. So all in all, uh, it's a the the source material was shaky at best, but I think this definitely solidifies that there was an intriguing story at the at the, the heart of this game. And I'm hoping that whatever this new addition they're doing or this DLC that comes out. Uh, holds true to what adventure this 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 show is taking us on. It's 14 episodes, I think, uh, and it's really good. It balances, I think, a lot of the nuances of tech that we do get a chance to talk about in the game, and I think it honestly it fleshes out the world way better than the video game did. So, Damn. yeah, it's a really good show. So it should have just been a sh- uh, a sh- an animated show before a game, basically, and then they should have released the game. Honestly, it could have been that. And then I'm hoping that, you know, they take some feedback and tweak it a bit. It honestly, based at the base foundations of the game, it's interesting enough. They just need to figure out how they're going to like improve it this next go around. But yeah, I'll be doing those two things uh, I'm talking about. Can't wait. Yeah. So excited. I can't wait for it, too. The audio will be missing. <gasps> it was eating the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Oh, oh no. you got to record my own. I can't find it anymore. <laughs> she was like, wow. the audio is all the gone. The audio gods say no, thank you. We don't want to try this. again. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, thank you guys for all meeting up and talk about all the wonderful things we talk about. Listeners, thank you for choosing our show for the show of your day and your, the moment of your day. Don't forget to hit us up on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and geekforcepodcast.com. We love to see you. We love to see comments and support. Thank you so much. With that, stay safe, eat healthy, check out some cool anime, and geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.